This is the Labor Radio Podcast Network team traveling back from Chicago to Washington, D.C. My name is Evan Papp, and I'm with Chris Garlock and Patrick Dixon, who is at the wheel right now somewhere in Pennsylvania outside Pittsburgh. And we're discussing what was good and bad and what we could do better covering both Labor Notes Conference and the AFL-CIO convention in Philadelphia. So I'm going to turn it over to Chris so he can share some of his initial observations. All right. Evan handing over the mic from the back seat. I thought we did a really good job at the AFL-CIO convention, and we talked over some things that we learned at the convention of how to do what we wanted to do, which was get a bunch of interviews. We got there late on the first day and still got three or four interviews when there weren't even that many folks there. And then on Friday got almost 20 and yesterday got, I think, more than 20. But more than the number of interviews we got that we were able to learn from the convention earlier in the week and had developed a workflow where at any one time somebody would be interviewing, somebody would be editing. We still had some late nights, but we were able to put together a 30-minute show with almost all, clips from almost all those interviews. And so we were able to really bring a tremendous number of voices from the conference, which was the goal that we had set ourselves. So I, I was just really very pleased with our ability to do that. It was very exciting. And I think the one thing that I did feel, I don't feel bad about it because it wasn't our goal but in both events, there were lots of main stage content and lots of workshops, and we were basically able to cover very little of that. And I would love to be able to figure out the next time we do this, how to somehow get another team maybe so that we could capture some of that. Um, and Patrick is changing lanes, so maybe I won't hand over the microphone just yet. We have to be, always have to practice radio safety here. <laughs> I guess I could hold the mic for you, couldn't I? Yeah, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get see if I can get Patrick. So, Patrick, your thoughts? Labor Notes was interesting because everyone who wasn't at the AFL-CIO convention was there. Rank and file workers, young workers, Starbucks workers, Amazon workers. It was. You just had to go there, didn't you? Do you disagree? No, I don't. I don't want to beat down the good people at the AFL-CIO convention, but they're often elected officials in unions and they have organisations and labour notes. Most of them aren't elected. There are some elected officials there too, but many of them are just like, oh, you want an opinion? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'll give you an opinion. And I suppose... It's been a challenge with this network to convince people that independent media is a legitimate way to invest one's time and it's like something that anyone should actually take seriously, that it's something that organisations should pay attention to, that workers should pay attention to, that it's a, it's a valuable tool to put workers' voices out into the ether. Uh, this wasn't a hard sell. To Patrick's point, they had a whole panel discussion hosted by a bunch of our members that was packed. 
It was completely packed. There were people hanging in the door, sitting on the floor, who wanted to hear about labor radio and podcasts. And the Labor Radio Network was talked about, and Judy Ann told people to come down and talk to us, and they did. And we had a bunch of conversations with folks who want to start podcasts, and we hardly saw any of our other Labor Radio folks because they were all out there doing stuff at this conference. So, yeah, it was much more of a role at the conference. As, as far as that panel was concerned, I looked at the booklet for the conference events on the drive up to Chicago. I looked at it and it was like it's one o'clock on Friday or whatever day it was and then I was like oh Sarah Nelson's on at the same time. They're fucked. It was a good panel but uh, that's, that's actually why we went. Patrick and I went because we thought oh we need to be there to the luck on the booking and so right. we, let's go and support them because no one wants to talk to an empty room. And in the end we had to give up our seats yeah. to let other people in. How wrong we were. And All right let's get Evan in on this. Back to the our backseat host here. My takeaways just within the team is how fortunate I feel to be with both of you gentlemen. And anyone can edit, anyone can take a photo, anyone can ask questions, anyone can start up the recorder. And it's an incredible experience to be in such a tight team and we were a well-oiled machine. I look forward to the coverage of future conferences because we probably caught more voices on audio and we produce them every day and we provide a service for the union movement and for history's sake in documenting and I feel that there can be antagonisms between the AFL-CIO and then the labor notes grassroots community and you can see it in some of the labor reporting however I believe we need both <laughs> Both organizations are very important, and I think just trying to figure out how we can bridge these together provides hope for me of the future of organized labor. I think that there are critiques, and it's a, it's a vibrant movement. There's plenty of room for that. I think from the network's point of view, if you look at the network, we've got shows that are all over the place. We've got shows that are put out by local unions. We've got shows that are probably put out by dissident factions within unions, for all I know. We don't we don't vet that. If it's a union show, it's a union show. And we have shows that are put out by folks who are pretty far left but are pro-union. It's a big movement. There's room for lots and lots of folks. Evan, you want to bring us home? There's a lot of solidarity, a lot of love in both Philadelphia and Chicago. And it's been a great road trip with the Labor Radio Podcast Network. And this is Patrick Dixon at the wheel, Chris Garlock sitting shotgun, and Evan Papp signing off. No shotguns in this car, I'm being told. <laughs> Just <laughs> the Brit does not own a gun. You opened another can of worms.